0: Thanks to the wonderful folks at Anchor.fm. Welcome, listeners, to Tom Reads Your Story. Join voice actor Tom Zania as he reads from past audiobooks and other spoken word projects. You writers may also be given the chance to have your newly written material, fiction or nonfiction, read to an audience. This show will get the words out. And now... Here's the host of Tom Reads Your Story, voice actor and podcaster, Tom Zania. And thank you, as always, Mr. Announcer, for that wonderful, wonderful (laughs) introduction. And as always, uh, welcome to you, voice actors, writers of all kinds, and audiobook listeners. We are celebrating the spoken word. And this is Tom reads your story. Thanks for stopping by. I'm glad you're here. So today, it's not a really long episode today, but what I've got is some information about Neil Armstrong, who I've always sort of looked at as a you know, childhood hero. You went to the moon. I got to see this you know, on a big black and white TV in our basement uh, on July 20th, 1969. And we of course celebrated it a year or two ago for the 50th anniversary, which I thought was really kind of exciting. Uh, a lot of people don't realize, as I said on Facebook, that celebrating 50 years of the first moonwalk is a big deal because we've, ac- we've accomplished so much, you know, technologically as a species and a lot of that is because we walked on the moon and people don't put the put the two together. They don't realize that. Uh, it's, it's an incredible thing that happened back in July of 1969 with very little computer technology and just a lot of guts. And we just did it. Yeah, and nowadays, I don't know. It doesn't happen that way. But anyway, today I'm going to... Do a little reading from Wikipedia about Neil Armstrong and also uh, read a uh, an article uh, about quotes that Armstrong had made and explaining each one. Because a lot of them kind of went unexplained uh, as history wore on, and uh, this article explains it very well. So I'll be right back after this. Which came first, Kraft real mayonnaise or the egg? The egg, of course, because Kraft couldn't make real mayonnaise without it. Whole eggs and extra egg yolks well beaten for smoothness, lightness, and flavor. That's real mayonnaise, the way Kraft makes it. You've got to break some eggs to make a real mayonnaise. And at Kraft, we do. And we're back talking about Neil Armstrong today. And um, what you're going to hear next is a reading from Wikipedia about Neil Armstrong. It's fairly basic stuff. As most people know, that uh, Wikipedia will will give a backstory about a person or an event and keep it fairly short. Um, I'm not reading the entire piece, and I never do because it's a bit long, but the first giant paragraph uh, will tell you uh, a good backstory about Armstrong and uh, his background. Here it is. Neil Alden Armstrong was an American astronaut and aeronautical engineer, and the first person to walk on the moon. He was also a naval aviator, test pilot, and university professor. A graduate of Purdue University, Armstrong studied aeronautical engineering. His college tuition was paid for by the U.S. Navy under the Holloway Plan. He became a midshipman in 1949 and a naval aviator the following year. He saw action in the Korean War, flying the Grumman F9F Panther from the aircraft carrier USS Essex. In September 1951, while making a low bombing run, Armstrong's aircraft was damaged when it collided with an anti-aircraft cable which cut off a large portion of one wing. Armstrong was forced to bail out. After the war he completed his bachelor's degree at Purdue and became a test pilot at the National Advisory Committee for Aeronautics high-speed flight station at Edwards Air Force Base in California. He was the project pilot on Century Series fighters and flew the North American X-15 seven times. He was also a participant in the US Air Force's Man in Space Soonest and X-20 Dinosaur human spaceflight programs. Armstrong joined the NASA Astronaut Corps in the second group, which was selected in 1962. He made his first spaceflight as command pilot of Gemini 8 in March 1966, becoming NASA's first civilian astronaut Fly in space. During this mission, with pilot David Scott, he performed the first docking of two spacecraft. The mission was aborted after Armstrong used some of his re entry control fuel to stabilize a dangerous roll caused by a stuck thruster. During training for Armstrong's second and last spaceflight as commander of Apollo 11, he had to eject from the Lunar Landing Research Vehicle moments before a crash. On July 20, 1969, Armstrong and Apollo 11 lunar module pilot Buzz Aldrin became the first people to land on the moon. And the next day, they spent two and a half hours outside the spacecraft while Michael Collins remained in lunar orbit in the mission's command module. When Armstrong stepped onto the lunar surface, he famously said, That's one small step for a man, one giant leap for mankind. Along with Collins and Aldrin, Armstrong was awarded the Presidential Medal of Freedom by President Richard Nixon. President Jimmy Carter presented Armstrong with the Congressional Space Medal of Honor in 1978, and Armstrong and his former crewmates received a Congressional Gold Medal in 2009. After he resigned from NASA in 1971, Armstrong taught in the Department of Aerospace Engineering at the University of Cincinnati until 1979. He served on the Apollo 13 accident investigation and on the Rogers Commission, which investigated the Space Shuttle Challenger disaster. He acted as a spokesman for several businesses and appeared in advertising for the automotive brand Chrysler, starting in January 1979. Stop dreaming. Start dating. For real. With true amour. True Amour is a new upscale speed dating service that unites area singles to mingle and connect. Conducted as mini dates, it's perfect for the busy professional and those without time to meet others outside their circle of friends. To reserve your spot with True Amour, call 800-626-9067. Limit 10 couples per event. And hey, even if you don't find your match, you'll make some great friends. True Amour. Where connections are made. Call 800 626 9067. And next off, we have an article about quotes. And this is from Thought Company, an online magazine, and John Milius is the writer goes into some explanations about certain things that Armstrong had said that can be explained a lot better. After that, there will be a short pause and then you're gonna hear a poem that um, Armstrong wrote. Apparently he did do some writing, uh, poetry uh, to be exact, and uh, the name of the poem is called My Vacation. So first of all, let's listen to quotes. Neil Armstrong Quotes, Thoughts from the First Man to Step on the Moon, by John P. Milius, Ph.D. Astronaut Neil Armstrong is widely regarded as an American hero. His bravery and skill earned him the honor of being the first human to set foot on the moon in 1969. For the remainder of his life, he was sought after for his views on the human condition, technology space exploration, and more. Armstrong was never interested in being too much in the public eye after he made history with NASA, although he was a spokesman for several American companies. He also served on corporate boards and worked on the commission that investigated the 1986 space shuttle Challenger disaster, among other things. Today, his words still resonate years after his death. That's one small step for man, one giant leap for mankind." Armstrong's most famous quote doesn't quite make sense since man and mankind have the same meaning. He meant to say, one small step for a man, referring to his first footstep on the moon having deep implications for all people. The astronaut hoped that the annals of history would remember his words for what he meant to say during Apollo 11's lunar landing. Upon listening to the tape, he noted there wasn't much time for him to say all the words he'd planned. Houston, Tranquility Base here, the Eagle has landed. On the night in 1969, when the spacecraft piloted by Armstrong settled down onto the surface of the moon, millions of people around the world were listening via radio or watching on tv the landing sequence was risky and as each milestone was reached armstrong or colleague buzz aldrin would announce it when they finally landed armstrong let the world know that they'd made it the simple statement was a huge relief to the people at mission control who knew he had only a few seconds of fuel left to complete the landing luckily The landing area was relatively safe, and as soon as he saw a smooth patch of lunar ground, he landed his craft. I believe that every human has a finite number of heartbeats. The full quote is I believe that every human has a finite number of heartbeats, and I don't intend to waste any of mine. Some report that the phrase ended with running around doing exercises, though it's unclear whether he actually said that. Armstrong was known to be very straightforward in his commentary. We came in peace for all mankind. In an expression of humanity's higher moral hope, Armstrong stated, here men from the planet Earth first set foot upon the moon, July 1969 AD. We came in peace for all mankind. He was reading aloud the inscription on a plaque attached to the Apollo 11 lunar module which remains on the surface of the moon. In the future, when people live and work on the moon, it will be a sort of museum exhibit, commemorating the first men to walk on the lunar surface. I put up my thumb and it blotted out the earth. We can only imagine what it's like to stand on the moon and look at the distant earth. People become accustomed to our view of the heavens, but to turn and see the earth in all its blue glory is a sight only a few have been privileged to enjoy. This idea came to a head when Armstrong found that he could hold up his thumb and completely block the view of the Earth. He often spoke of how lonely it felt and how beautiful our home is. In the future, it's likely that people from around the globe will be able to live and work on the moon, sending back their own images and thoughts about what it's like to see our home planet from the dusty lunar surface. We're going to the moon because it's in the nature of the human being. I think we're going to the moon because it's in the nature of the human being to face challenges. We're required to do these things just as salmon swim upstream. Armstrong was a strong believer in the exploration of space and his mission experience was a tribute to his hard work and faith that the space program was something America was destined to pursue. When he made this statement, he was affirming that going to space was just another step for humanity. I was elated, ecstatic, and extremely surprised that we were successful. The complexity of traveling to the moon is immense, even by today's standards. Modern spacecraft with newer safety standards and generations of expertise behind them will soon be heading back to the moon. But in the early days of the space age, everything was new and relatively untested. Remember that the computing power available to the Apollo landing module was less than what's in today's scientific calculators. The technology in cell phones puts it to shame. In that context, it's amazing that the moon landings were a success. Armstrong had at his disposal the best technology of the time which, to our eyes, looks rather old-fashioned. But it was enough to get him to the moon and back, a fact he never forgot. It's a brilliant brilliant surface surface in that sunlight. Part of Apollo astronauts' training was to learn about the geology of the lunar surface and be able to communicate it back to Earth as they were exploring it. In that context, Armstrong was giving a good science report from the field. It's a brilliant surface in that sunlight. The horizon seems quite close to you because the curvature is so much more pronounced than here on Earth. It's an interesting place to be. I recommend it. Armstrong tried to explain this amazing place that very few people have ever visited the best way he could. Other astronauts who walked on the moon explained it in much the same way. Aldrin termed the moon's surface Magnificent Desolation mystery creates wonder and wonder is the basis of man's desire to understand humans have an inquisitive nature and that manifests itself in our desire to take that next step to seek out the next great adventure going to the moon wasn't really a question in armstrong's mind it was simply the next step in the evolution of our knowledge for him and for all of us going there was necessary to explore the limits of our technology and set the stage for what mankind could achieve in the future. Many Americans, and citizens of the world for that matter, do not know that Neil Armstrong also wrote poetry. The next thing you'll hear is a children's poem entitled, My Vacation. My Vacation by Neil Armstrong. Nine summers ago, I went for a visit to see if the moon was green cheese. When we arrived, people on Earth asked, is it? We answered, no cheese, no bees, no trees. There were rocks and hills and a remarkable view of the beautiful Earth that you know. It's a nice place to visit, and I'm certain that you will enjoy it when you get to go. And some nice little poetry there at the end. Not bad for an astronaut, really. (laughs) It was pretty good. Not sure if he wrote much after that, or if only that one poem is the only thing on the internet from him. I'm not sure. I'll do some more digging, and and hopefully I'll find something else. I'll let you know. And that should do it for this episode. If you enjoyed hearing from the books I read today, make sure to visit audible.com for more books and short stories that I, as well as many other voice actors, have narrated. Be sure to email me at tomreadyourstory at com to send in your written material for me to perform, or if you have specific questions about getting into the voiceover biz. As always, thanks to Anchor.fm for this wonderful chance at having a continuing podcast. I very much appreciate it. Hope you decide to come back soon. Have a great rest of your day, and take care. For more information on Tom's availability for your e learning, commercial, audiobook, or video project, visit his website at www.tomzvoices.weebly.com. Thanks for joining us for this episode of Tom Reads Your Story.